Welcome, this is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. And welcome to the second installment of Zen Parenting Radio. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Last week, if you listened, um, we started talking about self-care or selfish parenting, as it says on our blog. And last week we focused on um, why it's important to take care of yourself and how that's an underlying theme through basically everything we're going to be talking about on this show today and beyond. And so while last week we focused specifically on what self-care is, and we gave some examples of how we practice self-care, how I do things like um, yoga or go to a coffee shop to be alone or... I play golf. (laughs) Spends time with his friends, that kind of thing. You know, the things we do to practice self-care so we can have a more positive relationship with each other, so we can have a more positive relationship with our friends, um, our children at work. The whole, the whole works. And so today, we are going to focus more specifically on our communication with each other and how self-care plays a role in that. And I feel like I have more ammunition in my gun for this week. For some reason, last week, um, I, although I thought the show went really well, I think I have some really good realizations that I can help the guys out there with in understanding their wife. So I'm hoping that we can go ahead and do that. This Excellent. Week. And you know, and speaking of, since you said wife, um, Todd and I, because the two of us are going to be having this discussion, we're going to be talking about a lot how we communicate with each other, how husbands and wives communicate with each other, the man and the woman communicate with each other. But truthfully, the things that we're going to be talking about today are really universal principles. And so for those of you out there who have um, your family structure is different, you're a single parent or um, you ha- you're in a partnership, um, maybe you're not married, uh, these principles still apply. Uh, it's just we may be talking in terms of just us, but I think the, the heart of what we're discussing will still be helpful, um, and you can kind of turn it around and look at your situation and see how you can use what we're talking about. I mean, these are things, some of the things that we discuss, these are things that I, you know, ways I communicate with my friends, my parents, my sister, um, and obviously our children. Too. And so um, I just wanted to make that clear so everybody knew that you could take the, the ideas that we're going to discuss and apply them to other relationships. Yeah, it doesn't have to be um, husband and wife. I mean, I use some of the things that we're going to talk about when dealing with my daughters mm-hmm. and my mom and, you know, coworkers and everything because uh, I, what I'm hoping to do today is distinguish the differences of communication between um, two people, but more specifically between a man and a woman, because it all stems from, and we talked about this, I think, either during um, our interview with Todd from Parenting Unplugged, but the ways we communicate are very different. The way men communicate are very different from the way women communicate. <laughs> and it stems from us taking a road trip. We go to, um, we were going on a vacation or something, and we listened to an audio book. This was, I don't even were we married or not? No, we weren't married. This was like the first, and I was actually a little nervous about, I don't even remember how we did it, but I introduced it to Todd, or I said, can we listen to this, or would it be okay? Because I'm kind of a self-help book freak. I, I have a few in my basement. She's got more than a few. She's got <laughs> bookshelves of these things. So. And this and this is the way I've always been. Um, Todd knew that when we got together, but this was the first book that I ever said, could we listen to this together? So anyway, continue. Well, uh, the name of the book was Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, and it's by a guy named John Gray and had a lot of good ideas in the book. But really the only thing that I got out of it, at least that I can recall, you know, 10 years later, is that the way um, men communicate is that we communicate. Well, let's start, let's start with the women. 
women want Why are you to with the women? because it's it's top on my mat. Okay. Yeah. So the easiest way for me to explain this is by an example. Okay. Um, Kathy comes home to me and she says, "I had a horrible day at work because my coworkers aren't treating me well, or I had these bad patients, or these patients are having all these problems." Bad patients. Yeah. No. No Difficult such thing. Clients. Difficult clients. Yeah. Bad patients. <laughs> and I would. So she would say these things to me, and I would do what I think I was supposed to do, which is help her solve these problems. I would say, "Well, have you talked to your coworker in this way, or have?" Have you um, treated your patients and have you have you taken this from a different perspective? So I would put on my problem-solving hat thinking that that is exactly what she wanted me to do because uh, now let's go to the men for a second. The way I think men typically communicate, and there's exceptions to every rule, is we are problem-solvers by nature. And I was trying to problem-solve Kathy's issues at work. And that was driving me crazy because what I wanted – is to come home and share how I was feeling, just get it out of my system, you know, just say it all out loud and have him listen to me and reflect back that he was listening, you know, just eye contact, you know, putting down his phone, whatever it may be, and listen to me. But then really, that's all I needed. I just needed to say it. I wasn't looking for answers. Well, you needed to say it. You needed to, say it. You needed to be listened to. And validation, I think, is the biggest word yeah. here. Yeah, you're right. Validation is huge. I wanted someone else to acknowledge that, yes, I had had a tough day, that, yes, that you know these do sound like challenges, and that I wasn't like a crazy person for feeling the way that I was feeling. And what I need to help the women who listen to this understand is that really made no sense to me at all <laughs> because you have these problems and I would just say, well, let's do this and we'll fix the problem and that way you don't have to come home and be mad. Well, and the best way that I can explain it to you and to the men, we're going back and forth here, is that, and again, I'm going to speak in generalizations. I'll speak about myself and I think a lot of people can relate to this, a lot of women out there. I externally process things, which means that when things are going on with me, I need to talk about it. I need to say it out loud. I need to be heard. Um, I need to have someone, as you said, validate what I'm saying. And that's how I work through what's going on in my brain. That's how I work through and process through what's happening to me. And so... I don't necessarily need an answer to every question I'm asking. I just need to say it out loud. And sometimes I do this, you know, like I journal it or I – it doesn't always have to be vocal. But for me, as Kathy, I am a talker. That's – I use words. That's the way I work through things. So when I'm coming to you, sometimes you have to think about it as that I'm just processing. Mm -hmm. I'm just working through something and you are the, the person, the person I love who I mm -hmm. know is willing to listen to me. Right. So I kind of help you through your process right. by simply listening. So to the guys out there, if this at all makes any sense to you, if, if you are in a position with somebody in your life and – um, say it's your wife, and she comes to you with a problem, try this instead of what you normally do or what I used to normally do. Instead of problem solve or troubleshoot or whatever word you want to use, try saying something like, wow, that, that really sucks. That really sucks. And I'm really sorry that you had a bad day. And it, it, I don't – that wouldn't help me. Let me just right. put it that way. <laughs> It wouldn't help me, but it helps you. It does. And, but what's the other thing you always say to me? Or you just said it to me the other day. You said, are you, are you looking for an answer to this problem? Right. And you just said this to me like two days ago, and I said, no, I'm not. What were we talking about? I can't that remember. We were in the kitchen, and you I had something going something. on. Uh, you made a decision about, oh, it doesn't matter, whatever. But I, that's exactly what I said. I said, can I put my problem-solving hat on 
uh, my problem-solving hat on, and you said said no, no. (laughs) absolutely not. So then I went into listening mode, and I just said, oh, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. And or you know the language that I use a lot um, with my girls, and I probably use it with you too, and I know I use it with my friends, is I just say, I hear you. I, I hear what you're saying. And it's one of those things where you don't even have to necessarily agree. You know, guys, for, for you guys out there who are like, well, maybe, you know, some of the things that my wife or significant other is saying I don't necessarily agree with. Well, you, you don't have to agree with everything they're saying, but to say I hear you. I hear you, I respect what you're saying, or at least I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm taking it in so we can have a valuable discussion. I think that's the key. Well, and it's uh, for guys, you have to be careful, though, because if you take this advice and you just say, oh, that sucks, and then you go on doing your own thing, it's the energy behind the words. And that may make sense to some of the people listening to this, or it may not make any sense to anybody. Well, how about the word intention? You have to have the intention to actually be there and validate and listen. If you're saying, oh, that sucks, and then you go back to your BlackBerry or iPhone or you go watch TV, you're not helping at all. And another thing I just thought of is early in our relationship, we struggled a little bit. You know, every couple has issues. And one of the things is there would be times when you would come to me with a problem and I'd say, what's wrong? Or or you'd be in a bad mood or something would be going on. And I'd be like, what's wrong? And you'd say nothing. Right. So then I would not bring it up again because I asked her. What I found out afterwards is I needed, at that point in our relationship, I needed to ask you over and over and over again before you finally had the ability to say it out loud. Right. And that drove me absolutely crazy. Oh, I've got to be honest. I know. I know. It was very – and we've talked through this a uh, number of times over the years because there are so many pieces to that to focus on. And, and the first one I'll start with is the self-care piece since that's what we're focusing on is when we first got together – I didn't have uh, as great of awareness about myself. Um, I had kind of started the process of getting to know who I was, but I wasn't a very empowered person. I think that, um, you know, some of the things we talked about last week where I felt like I needed to ask permission for things or I needed to make sure you were happy before I was happy, and there was a lot of things that were not really healthy in the way I was thinking. I didn't feel – I didn't value myself as much, put it that way. That's something I've been working on for the last – 10 years, if not longer, um, to really find that place of greater awareness where I know that I'm valuable and I have something to offer and that I am an important part of this relationship. Um, And so part of that was my inability to empower myself. And so I would feel bad about something and I almost wouldn't feel like I was worthy of... um, of that it wasn't okay that I was feeling bad. Right. Or you that you it, thought you're feeling there, – there's no such thing as a bad feeling. No, like there's it was just a feeling. A feeling is a feeling. It exists, and don't judge your feelings. And easier said than done, right? Easier said because than done. Because nobody likes to have a bad, bad feeling. Bad or negative feeling. But I would be feeling uh, some way about something, but I didn't feel that maybe um, – I felt I was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like – um, for feeling the way for you feeling felt. the way I felt, and so we should probably give an example. You know, say that. Um, let's give the example of when you were on the phone with Charlie at the restaurant. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I'm on the cell phone and we're eating, and um, we were having my, lunch or something, and we hadn't been together all day. Right. Well, I don't know what the deal pre- was, but basically, pre-kids. this was pre-kids. This is a long time ago, but I was on the phone. Oh no, I, we're eating, and my friend called. And I talked to him for how long? The whole lunch. No, it wasn't the whole lunch. It was, it was it, like six minutes. Okay. Maybe it, it was 10. It was the whole. Maybe it was 14 <laughs> minutes. 14, 18 minutes. No longer than that. Oh, I was done with my food. So, so I would call she that was done with her food. So, but the, here's the deal. What 
So she got very quiet got afterwards. Very quiet. Now, now an, an important distinction, and I learned this. I don't know when I learned this, but it's important. If she did that to me, it would not bother right. me. So then that my deductive logical brain tells me, well, then I can do it to her because if it doesn't bother me, it shouldn't bother you. And that is 100% completely <laughs> wrong. Mistake. Big mistake. Because – Well, one of the problems is, is very little things bother me, and that's not necessarily such a good thing. No, that's – you're – well, we'll, well go into I, that. I, I, okay, whatever. We can go into that <laughs> on another show. But um, I'm he really – He lets things roll off his back too much. Yeah, too much to the point where maybe I get walked on or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the word is. So. Well, going back to the lunch with Charlie. So let's go back to the fact that I was sharing with you guys before that I'm an external processor. And so how do I feel connected with someone? I'm talking with someone. Someone's listening to me. And also I really enjoy listening to people too. So I'm not just one of those people who talk, 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 talks the whole time. I really enjoy hearing other people. But the point is connection, communication. I want to talk. I want to look at you in the eye. I want to hear about your day. And we sit down for lunch. Hasn't I haven't seen him all day, and he's on the phone the whole time. And it's his good friend. It's got nothing to do with about. It's not about Charlie. It's not about who he's it's talking all to. Charlie's it's all Charlie's fault. Charlie, we are no longer friends as of right it's now. It's not about Charlie. It's about. But see, here's the thing, ladies, is that we can say, well, you sh- you know, you've been with Charlie all day, or you shouldn't talk to him, and and you know, why are you on the phone? It's not about Charlie. It's not about the phone. The truth is, why? Are you not here with me? You're sitting here with me, but why are you not talking to me? Why are you not valuing me? That's the truth. Well, and one thing that's a little different between you and I is I think that that's not necessarily the best example, but sometimes I just like being with you and watching TV with you. Like we, I like that too sometimes. Right, but there, but you also like it when the commercials come on so we can talk. Well, I okay, again. We watch guys. football, and I got this thing called the Red Zone Channel where there oh are no gosh. commercials. Oh and the gosh. Red Zone Channel. Who invented that channel? Was not good for our communication. This channel only shows when people are about to kick the ball into the post or Did when. Did you just say <laughs> kick the ball into the post? It's called kicking a field goal. Kicking the field goal or <laughs> getting a t- touchdown and so all you're seeing is the end like the very end of the play so you don't see the game you don't get to focus on the players and what's going on and how you get no, there it's it bou- just the, the point the camera bounces from one game That's there's 12 games going on at the same time thing. it's a fantasy football thing yeah. but there's 12 games going on at the same time and they give you the best part of each game and there's no commercial break. there's no commercial break so my point is i need to say this very quickly is i enjoy watching tv with you and every once in a while again external processor i need to i something will come into my head and i want to say it to you but you're either so focused on your computer with your fantasy points or you're so focused on the tv that has no commercials that there is no chance for me to say anything unless i say can i interrupt you for a minute and that gets annoying after a while and my point is all guys should get the red zone channel because (laughs) it is that good it's worth the money guys believe me (laughs) um but what we're what we're trying i have no idea how we got there (laughs) what we're trying to go back to is you were saying you feel like when we are sitting there in our basement, you watching those shows and me sitting there quiet, that you feel like we're having... Yeah, we're together. We're together. That's quality time. To you, that's quality time. And you know what? Honey, I respect that. Okay. I am not, even though I'm kind of making fun of you a little bit, I do appreciate that that truly is your opinion. But at the same time, you understand that I don't feel connected to you in that right. time. And I'm glad we're together, but I'm not connected. Right. And and what an important part of it is that you need to verbalize that. And you yes, have. Yes, I, several times. Say, listen, I don't feel like I'm with you. And I've also verbalized, like we went out to dinner with a couple a while back, and one of the things that the guy said, Kirk and Steve, yeah. and he's like, well, 
you know, he talks about when they're working shoulder to shoulder. Right. That yes. they're together. Yes. And um, and I think her words were, I like to work face to face. Yes. And that's that's a beautiful, so that's a great visual for people. Great visual. Right. Um, you know, shoulder to shoulder to me, and it's not like that's all we do, because if we did, that yeah. would be bad. Right. But there are times when I still feel like we are bonding, even though my attention is somewhere else. But as long as we're in the same room, right. that's... Well, and, and here this here lies the difference between us, and that isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's not, and girls, this is so important, it's not about changing your significant other or your or a person can't in your life. You, you can't do it. You cannot change anybody. It's not, this discussion is not about here's how to make your man be face-to-face with you all the time or here's how to make, it's not just about our significant other, our brothers, our guy friends. It's not about changing them. It's about realizing what connection means to them realizing what connection means to you, thinking about what connection means to you as a valuable thing and expressing what you need, but also hearing what they have to say. So I just said a lot of different things, but I guess my point is, is this is why the word communication is so important is because I have no desire to change who Todd is. I married Todd because of Todd, and I think he's fan- – I think you're great. Thanks, sweetie. You're, you're, you're not so bad yourself. <laughs> but I also have my own needs that need to be met, which means that there and are some – And if you suppress those, right. if you put those out – uh, if you put those aside just for me, then it's not going to be a healthy Well, if I decide that the way you communicate is the way we are going to communicate from right. now on because that's how you want to do it, that's not good for either of us. It goes because back to then we're going to go – you know how this came up is you were saying how I used to do the silent treatment. Uh, your silent treatment used I to drive know. me crazy. And you know what? I don't think – maybe it was. But and I don't I, think it was purposeful. No, I wasn't like, okay, you, now I'm going to give you the silent treatment. I'm not – I've never been big into punishing people. That's not the way that I like to communicate. But it came down to that – I didn't have anything else to say because I didn't feel like you were hearing me. I didn't feel empowered enough to share my voice. That's something I've been working on. Like I said, you know, speaking what I believe, speaking the truth, speaking what's meaningful to me and knowing that that is good. That is okay. I think I was so afraid of disappointing you Mm -hmm. or losing you or you not respecting what I had to say that I would just kind of go with what you said all the time. And, oh, I mean, I haven't done that for a long time. Right. You take care of yourself. I take care of me and how much do you like me so much better yes things are much not that they were ever bad but there was definitely times where we struggled and we had a hard time navigating our way out of it say that statement so all the women can hear that when i am being fully myself right when i am saying what i need in a in a positive way not in a criticizing way not in a passive aggressive way but when i am saying what i need in a very empowered and confident way do you like me better yes, that way? Yes, and and the silent treatment is, and like I said, Kathy didn't do that purposefully. It, that just happened to be how she I responded in that situation. Yeah. And for some reason, I would much rather, we don't really argue, we don't raise our voices no. towards one another, but we do have discussions that maybe are more intense than they're, others. Well, they're pretty deep. Pretty, yeah. And, <laughs> I, I tend to get a little deep. And I would, <laughs> just a little. And I would rather be talking through something than you shutting down. And this, we, we, one of the things we want to talk about was the idea of fighting fair. Yes. And fighting isn't really the best terminology, but everybody understands it. There are certain things that um, I know about Kathy that I know would really get... Would hurt me. Would hurt you and mm-hmm. get to your core and all that. And you know that mine is a silent treatment. I don't really know what yours is, but... I, well, not listening to me, not right. validating me, telling me something I'm doing is is bad or, you know, really 
doing that kind of thing? A lot of different things. So if I know that, um, if Kathy knows that about me, that I am not a big fan of silent treatment, I'd much rather, even if she's just saying, hey, we really need to talk about this and it gets into some heavy discussion, I would much rather do that than get the silent treatment. So because she knows that, even when she does maybe want to shut down a little bit or, or get quiet and you don't do that because you know that that Or I say something that's very authentic, like I am feeling th- that I am feeling close to shutting down because of the way I'm feeling it. I don't want to shut down, so right. let's keep talking. I'm very honest with where I'm going rather than trying to be all strong and mighty and I'm right or, you know, I, I'm very honest. I try and get very vulnerable. And going back to um, what you were saying about fighting fair, a teacher of mine once said to me, when you are arguing with anybody, you know, if especially, especially people you love, you don't go for the Achilles. Mm-hmm. You don't go to, to hurt and win. Because winning an argument may feel good in a, in a moment, short but it, term. it damages your relationship. If if you are arguing something just to win, and again, we've both done this before. We're not, you know, but we're aware of it. Mm-hmm. If you are doing it just to win, you're going in the wrong direction. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, going back to that, did you want to go back to that story? Uh, with Charlie? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, I guess the most important distinction that took me a long time to figure out, and I've already said it once, but I think it's worth stating again, is just because something doesn't, an, an action doesn't, wouldn't bother me, doesn't make it okay that uh, I do it because it might bother you. Absolutely. Well, it, can we say it this simply? It's okay to have differences. Right. I think something, you know, sometimes when people are looking for a partner or when they're with a partner already, they think we should agree on everything. We should be exactly the same. We should think the exact same thing. And, you know, the the headline of this show is that I tend to parent from a more emotional, spiritual perspective. Todd is a little more practical and logical and that that is okay and that I'm not going to change the way that I view the world so Todd is more comfortable, nor should he change the way he views the world so I am more comfortable. What the key is, is can we communicate, respect e- where each other is coming from, respect that we both have a, a point of view and hear each other and then, of course, when we're challenged or, you know, especially with parenting things, if I disagree with something he's doing, I definitely bring it to your attention Absolutely. and vice versa. Absolutely. But, again, we don't do that in front of the children. Mm-hmm. We do that at a, a later time um, when, you know, when they're not around and that we can actually have a discussion about it. But, again, these are, this is the best case scenario. Can you, instead of seeing your spouse or your significant other as you should agree with everything I agree with. Can you just look at each other as individuals and consistently be interested in each other? Mm-hmm. You know, where I'm interested in why you're thinking that. Can you talk to me about why you're thinking that? Um, you know, and let me share where I am. And But the key to this is, is do you know who you are? Do you know what you believe? Yeah, you got to even have that realization got, yeah. that you know, you know, I have to at least say to Kathy, I don't like the silent treatment because right. if I don't, it, first of all, I have to figure that out for myself. And it even took me a while. Like I'd get really frustrated and built up with all this energy and aggression, not aggression, but this frustration. this frustration, and I didn't know why. And then it took me a while to figure out she's not talking to me. Right. And first I needed to make that realization myself, and then secondly I needed to verbalize that to you. Right. Once I verbalized that to you, you took that into consideration once yes. something would come up. And I'd say silent treatment is Todd's Achilles, and that's not the way I want to have discussions with him. We still, you know, as he said, we still have discussions that can get deep and heated, but that's I'm not going to go for that. That's not the way I'm going to go. So we um, are talking about um, 
couples and, and things like this, but this is a Zen parenting show. So can you talk a little bit about why it's important to do this in order to be a good parent? Why it's important to have a strong communication well, between a us. lot of these ideas like well i thought this is a parenting show oh, was this a marriage therapy well, show or no what? i mean i guess a very good point thank you um what this gets down to is that if you are in a situation in your home where you are married or you're living with your significant other or your partner you are the root of the family you are what ha- gives this family stability you are what gives this family balance you are the people that set the tone for the entire family your children are looking to you so if the two of you do not know how to communicate and you communicate in an ineffective way that's what your children are learning that's what your children are picking up on that's the energy they're feeling um, that is how they're going to communicate with you that's how they're going to communicate with your friend with their friends that is what they pick up so you know one of the big things that we're going to talk about throughout this show is if you take care of yourself and you are self-aware and you focus on making yourself a better person your children are going to do that naturally mm-hmm. that is going to come to them naturally because they see you doing it yep. if you if you play the game of um, do it what is it do as I say, not as I do. And yeah, forget it. Forget it. Well, and then the other thing is, like, we get a lot of questions about, well, what do I say when this happens, and what do I say when this happens? I think parenting is more about how you behave and how you act more than saying the perfect thing, because perfect things... Perfect thing is, is maybe making up some kind of story, when actually you can be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another thing that we talk about a lot, is when your children ask you questions, again, this is all relative. This, there's some age appropriateness in this, so I don't want to speak too generally, but most of the time, you can be honest with your kids. You know, like the, the last week when I was talking about how I was frustrated with um, my, one of my daughters, and I eventually said to I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with you. I'm I'm wrong. You right, know? and that's, that's hard honest. to say. It is. It's honest, but it but and, and to uh, that sometimes, especially when you're run down, that might not be the easiest thing to say, no, even to not. a six year old. It's not. Um, so what you're doing is you're putting your your ego aside and yes, your your need word. to win this discussion you're having with the six year old about how much juice she wants during lunch. Instead, you put that aside. And you said, you know what, mommy is hungry and frustrated and this has nothing to do with you. And so let's just think about what you just said and take that back to what we've been talking about this whole 30 minutes. That's the same concept when you're talking with your partner or Mm -hmm. someone at work or whatever is, you know, be thoughtful about where your ego is. Mm -hmm. Be thoughtful about your need to win or I'm just angry right now or whatever it may be and and communicate from a more aware place. I mean, that's that's. Awareness is the key, you guys. Oh, yes, you need to have an awareness before you even make a decision on what you're going to do with it. You, right. If you have the awareness, wow, I'm really frustrated because I'm hungry and I don't want to cave in to my position with Cameron who wanted her juice. Right. It, it, you need to have the awareness, I don't necessarily have to win this argument. This has to do with me. This is my role in this situation. Right. And that's what you're able to do. And then your choice is different after that. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't become a yelling thing. It becomes like, okay, you know, here I am. This is why this is happening. I'm going to make a different choice from this place. Right. Um, so uh, a few things, you guys, um, regarding self-care. If this is interesting to you, if the whole idea of uh, communicating as a couple is interesting to you, as I said last week, my the, the book that I wrote, The Self-Aware Parent, has a lot about our relationship and about how we talk to each other. So It's a really good book. <laughs> You should get it. <laughs> you should get two of them. He's my marketing manager. That's right. Um, but anyway, the if 
you know, if this is interesting to you, the self-aware parent is out there. Um, you can get it on my website or the Zen Parenting Radio uh, website. So it's there too. Also, I write a blog for um, Chicago Parent Magazine. Just go to chicagoparent.com, no matter where you live, and go to blogs. And it's called The Self-Aware Parent. And big news, Todd and I have a class that we're offering this month. It's Sunday, January 30th. It's at Elmhurst Yoga Shala in Elmhurst. That's where we live, about 15 miles outside of Chicago. And the class is called Zen Parenting, and we're going to talk about finding balance. Um, it's a pre-registration class, so please go to our zenparentingradio.com um, website, and we'll have the information there for you. Um, but anyway, we'll continue this discussion at that class, too. Uh, we have, um, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners in the Chicagoland area, and for those of you who live in Chicago, um, one of the partners that we deal with is uh, Avid Company, and Jeremy Kraft is the president, and he has been a... Um, Somebody we've contracted with over and over and over again, they do painting and remodeling and additions for residential and commercial. Um, we've used him numerous times. He's wonderful. He's an awesome guy. He's president. He runs a really, really good business. If you are in the need of doing any type of painting or remodeling or commercial, uh, please give him a call. Uh, his number is 630-956-1800. His uh, website is www.avidco.net. Yeah, so avidco.net. Avidco.net. Um, it's also on our website, zenparentingradio.com. So please um, give Jeremy a call or uh, shoot him an email. And tell him we sent you. Tell him we sent you. Say Zen Parenting, you get a real good discount. <laughs> I just made that up, but... But maybe you will. Maybe you Who will. Knows? But next week, we're going to talk more about how to help your kids understand this, how to help them take care of themselves, how to make, you know, how to help them have a voice, how to empower your children. And of course, this. It builds their self-esteem. If they know who they are, um, they're going to be very confident people. Uh, last thing, if you're new to our radio show or new to Pagatine.fm, we are one of many shows that go on at Pagatine.fm, and they're really, really good. I encourage everybody to check it out. The one that precedes this is called Parenting Unplugged. I've been great listening show. to it for a few years. Yeah. It's really good. But there's a whole bunch of really great shows, and I encourage the new listeners from Chicago who jumped on board because uh, you know they know who we are to check out Pagatine.fm because there's a whole bunch of really good stuff on there. So it's actually www.pagatine.fm, so it's easy to get to. So check it out. So um, is so that's it? it. That's it. So we look forward to uh, talking to you guys next week. And the dude abides. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.